The following program has been furnished and paid for by Kevin Seven Financial Services, and KSCV is not responsible for its content or the products or services offered. Welcome to Your Finances with Kevin Seven here on KSEV, a show about finance and retirement planning. And now, here's your host, Kevin Coogley. Hello, and welcome to Your Finances, where we will take your phone calls live. And thank you for all you Chris X listeners sticking around. Appreciate the handoff from Chris X. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Here in the studio, we have Gary Knight. Thank you, thank you. And we're going to keep it simple because what we do with your finances is we take you from financial confusion to financial confidence. The cornerstone of what we do at Kevin Seven, and Kevin Seven is a financial firm. So we are a financial services firm, but the heart of all that we do is a financial plan. And that takes into account what you're making, what you're spending, what you're saving, and it forecasts that into the future. So again, we want to make it easy for you to understand, and we can talk about the partnership that we have with Dave Ramsey, where I am a SmartVestor pro with that program. He used to be here on KSEV 700 AM. We're going to talk about those steps, the baby steps, and how important those are, how important financial planning is, and what's going on in the market and the economy. And if you always want to come back and listen to us, thought, well, that was a pretty cool concept, or I need to give that one more try to try to break down that concept that Kevin was talking about. You can find us on most of the podcast services right now. And you know what the biggest one is right there now, Gary? No. It is Spotify. Spotify is the number one podcast place where people can go and you can type in their search engine, Kevin7, that's K-E-V-I-N-S, the number seven. And you'll be able to listen to any of the previous podcasts radio shows that we've had here on KSEV. We're also on Apple Podcasts. Today is actually the 14th episode on Wednesday, September the 3rd. And we will continue this show, Kevin Seven, Your Finances, on a weekly basis here at 6 o'clock on KSEV. Actually, starts a little after 6, 6.05, right? 6.06 every Wednesday evening. So when you're driving home from work or you're winding down for the day, please tune in. Maybe you'll learn something, but feel free also to call in if you have any question about your finances. The phone number to call in to ask a question is 281-558-KSEV. We talk about your finances. The markets and the economy have a lot to do with your finances. We mentioned that a financial plan is kind of like the roadmap. If anybody's driving home right now, listening to us on 700 KSEV, hopefully you know where your home is. But in case you're going a different direction to a place you've never been, you'll want to use Waze or Google Maps or Apple Maps. And that is a direction for you to go. That's what the whole point of a financial plan is. The investments are the gasoline in your car. So whenever you leave to go somewhere, obviously you want to have some good gasoline in your car and that's the investments. There's a lot been going on there, Gary, with uh, the financial reports Mm -hmm. and economic reports coming out this week. Uh, You had core inflation it was a yeah. It doesn't sound very good, yeah. does it? It says inflation. That's yeah. nothing to worry about, though, right? Yeah. Well, we've had high inflation. Last year was nine percent plus. Now, the one good thing about that was for people on Social Security, they got a cost of living adjustment, and people who have pensions have cost of living adjustments. Hopefully, that took into account 
that high inflation that we had last year. And so that's COLA. That's an anacronym, like a COLA. You want to have a COLA every year on your pension plan or Social Security, if possible, so that you get the increase. So here's the thing about it. Cost of eggs and food in general go up. They talk about inflation decelerating, right? But decel- if you're in your car, again, driving home, you're, you're decelerating. It doesn't mean that you're, you've, you've stopped at that speed that you're going. Hopefully everybody's driving at least around the speed limit, right? So 70, 80, 90, yeah. wherever you're at. You wanna, if not, you should be decelerating. So guess what? The inflation is decelerating, but it's still up there high. It's, it's not going down. We actually had 0.3% increase. And why does this matter? Well, other than it making your food and the gas prices go up, inflation has usually a negative effect with the Fed. And we talk quite a bit about the Fed here. The Fed does not like inflation being more than 2%. They want 2% inflation per year. And when they don't see it, what they do is they will raise the Fed rate, right? So... They are going to meet again. They're not talking right now. The Fed is in a blackout period. They're going to meet again on September the 20th. Now, there's something, there's a futures market for what investors think that the Fed is going to do. And so there's a 96% chance right now that the Fed is going to stay even, that they're not going to raise the rate. Right, they're not going to raise their reserve rate. But if you look out, so there's two more Fed meetings after the September 20th meeting. If you look down to November the 1st, it's a 50-50 chance that they may raise the rate. So why is this important? Well, the Fed, whenever they raise interest rates, typically it's not a good sign for the market. The markets, they telegraph this, by the way. We talk about this in several episodes. Beginning of last year, 2022, boy, they were really telegraphing that they were going to raise rates. At first, they said inflation was transitory. <laughs> transitory? Yeah, yeah it's not. Tra- it was never transitory. So when they started raising rates, they said they backed off using that as part of their vocabulary, because this inflation over the last year or two has not been transitory. So now you have higher money market rates, which is a good thing for people sitting in cash. Higher CD rates out there, Mm. right? You should not be sitting, you out there, general public, you should not be sitting in a bank account earning a half a percent interest. You should have your money in something that is paying you a little bit more interest, whether it be a money market account or a CD. Money market account that we use is paying 5.2% right now. Oh. Pretty good. Yeah, it is. We're not seeing, haven't seen that high of a money market rate since probably 20 years. The late 90s, yeah, when I got into the industry. So. If you have money sitting in cash and it's not earning any interest, you could always call us and schedule an appointment. It's an easy number to remember. It's 877-KEVINS-7. Just got to remember there's an S in there. K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7. Our website is also kevins7.com where you can find out all this information and see the podcasts. K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7.com. You can even schedule an appointment right there on the website. Again, the basis of all that we do is financial planning. And there's even, we even have a free onboarding portal. It's very good bank encrypted technology that allows people, easy three-step 
set up to start a financial plan, to start their profile. So again, if people out there are wondering, what is it going to look like in my financial future? Am I going to have the income that I need? And if so, what is it going to take to keep that income going? So these are all the things that a financial plan takes into account. So that is the basis of what we do with a financial plan, right? So we got a number here. I'm going to read the number. It's a, if you'd like to schedule an appointment for Kevin Seven, it's 877-Kevin's. 7-877-538-4677. Kevin, you mentioned the SmartVestor. You're a SmartVestor pro with uh, Dave Ramsey. Right. What does that mean? You know, handling, at what point do you handle the seven babysitters, have them come in on the seven babysitters? Yeah, so the original baby step is you just got to have $1,000 in an emergency fund. And then Ramsey is a big advocate. I mean, a huge advocate advocate of destroying your credit cards. Now, I'm not as dogmatic about it as Dave is, but his baby step number two is pay off all credit card debt and rip up your credit cards. If people have the discipline to pay off their credit card every month, I'm okay with that. Now, you're adding on to banking transactions, given the fact, right? You, But so, mm-hmm. he... I, I watch him, you know, he's he's got YouTube videos and he has Rumble videos, right? I'm sure a lot of these listeners, our listeners, watch Rumble videos. It's kind of like YouTube. Ramsey had a show and he was talking about the credit card debt last month in August hit $1 trillion. I kid you not, Gary. I, I, wow. I could have sworn I saw steam coming out of Dave Ramsey's ears. He was so angered by America's credit card debt going over a trillion. And I don't blame him. It's pretty, pretty bad. Pretty inanimate, so, huh? Yeah, that is baby step number two, to get rid of the credit card debt. Because it's it's really, a, a, a most credit card interest rates, yeah, you what don't are pay they? that off every month. Wait, it's ridiculous. Is it 20% yeah, plus? Yeah, you can see it up at where it's at 20%. Arkansas actually had a rule, a state law at one point, that they did, it was such a big, uh, you know, you're just people hurting for money. They, they, they get hammered by these ridiculously high interest rates. Arkansas actually made a state law at one point that minimized the, Maxim, well, it made a maximum cutoff limitation for interest rates. So uh, it's it's bad. So you got you got and now right now you got a trillion over a trillion dollars worth of American credit card debt. So uh, yeah, get rid of that credit card debt. That's baby step number two. Then baby step number three is that you put three to six months worth of your income into a savings account in case, in case your air conditioning goes out. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You need that. uh, You need that money in a savings account. And again, you can put this money. It shouldn't be sitting idle, getting 0.5 percent interest. You can get 5.2 in a money market. So that's baby step number three. Now, baby step number four is right around where we start working with people as a smart investor pro. Again, you can go to the Kevin7.com website and click on schedule an appointment. And baby step number four, you have people are starting to put in 15%. The minimum is Ramsey Rex amends 15%. You put into your employer retirement plan. If you're self-employed, there's other options. You can do a self-employed pension plan, but you'll want to take a look at putting 15% of your money into a, the retirement plan. And then you go into five, by baby step number five, that's where you put for your kid's college education. Step number six, pay off the mortgage to your home. By the way, the home inventories are low right now because interest rates have gone up and nobody's selling their house, right? So that's uh, got the 30-year loans gone up from three to seven plus percent. Did you say you were selling your house? No, I'm yeah, nobody's selling their house that I'm aware of. The inventory is pretty, <laughs> pretty slim. Uh, the inventory is slim. So it's uh, now we're talking about the Fed 
and they have a lot to do with what's called the Fed controls short-term rates. So long-term rates or a 30-year mortgage in insurance companies, they look at more of the 10-year treasury. 10-year treasury has a yield, and a yield is how much interest that 10-year treasury is paying. Right now, it is paying 4.25%. As that goes up, the benefits for insurance company products go up, and the value of that goes to the insurance company's clients. Unfortunately, whenever those the 10-year treasury goes up as well, the 30-year mortgage rate goes up. And that's not a good thing for people wanting a smaller payment because the higher interest rates generates a higher payment. And so you have less people going out, new buyers to the market because of the higher interest rates with a 30-year mortgage. Now, so we talked about the Fed and the Fed has raised rates right now, 5.25. So... And what the estimates are from a lot of the economists and the market analysts out there are saying that there will probably 50-50 chance that one of the two times before the end of the year, the Fed will raise one more time, and then they will start backing off next year. Who said this? Backing off. And who said this? Economists and So what do they know that the, uh, the other guys don't know? Well, they get paid the big bucks. So, you okay. know, we, we, you want to see, they get paid based on how correct they are. And uh, so you can take a look at their results. And this is, we'll see what happens. Again, nobody knows the future, but there's a certain degree of confidence that we have with trends, right? So the, the, the sun has come up every morning since I've been alive. That's a, I'm a, with a high degree of confidence. I think that's a trend that's going to continue for every day for the rest of my life. Now, there are some trends. This is called technical analysis. The trend is your friend with technical analysis when looking at markets and looking at stocks or the economy. Now, I don't know if anybody watched college football over the weekend. Did you watch that Colorado-Nebraska game? Yeah, the, the Colorado-Nebraska game. It was essentially... Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yes. A little bit of it, anyway. Yeah, yeah. What so a did game. You, did you see that Colorado... Uh, I mean, prime time, he's the story, right? But did you see the Nebraska quarterback? He turned over the ball four times. The Nebraska... So I said, surely the head coach for Nebraska is not going to put him in in the second half because I know trends... And I said, if he does put him in, he will turn over the ball again. So guess what happened? It happened. It happened. Yes. Mm. So the trend is your friend. Uh, he should. Yeah. The Nebraska coach obviously didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was not a good thing for Nebraska against Colorado. So that is. Something that you know you can you can always look at trends historically, and the, the the more amount of time that something has happened in the past, the higher the probability or confidence level statistically that it may occur in the future. Now, of course, nobody knows the future, but you want to take a look at the trend or technical analysis. I believe is important. Two eight one five five eight five seven three eight two eight one five five eight K S E V is our number to call, and uh, we're waiting for you right now. Somebody's ringing one right now. Checking my lights; they seem to be working. We'll be right back. Having a hard time knowing what kind of income you may expect in retirement? Kevin Seven is a financial planning firm. We take you from financial confusion to financial confidence. A financial plan takes into account what you're making, spending, and saving, 
and forecast that into the future. Call us at 877-KEVIN-7. That's 877-538-4677. We can schedule an appointment for you via Zoom, phone, or even in person. Or visit us on our website at kevin7.com. K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7.com. It's being suggested that deliberations on this sham Ken Paxton impeachment might begin by the end of the week. Now, we don't expect any Democrat to behave honestly in the Senate. The majority of Republicans, all eyes will be on them. Guess we're going to find out which Republicans are loyal to the rule of law, to the voters, and which ones are loyal to the Bushies. See you at 7 o'clock after Lance for the Chris Salcedo Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Homegrown country girl, gonna give me a word. On a Tennessee Saturday night. Lucky as a seven. Lucky as a seven. On KSEV 700 AM, the name of the firm is Kevin Seven. And we are here talking about your finances. The name money. of the radio show is Your Finances. Money. Yes, money. You, we, live, you can't live with it, you can't live without it. Is that a good true statement? You, you can't live without it. There was a song back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. You did. You got my drift. You say that money isn't everything. I'd like to see you live without it. Yeah, there's like, so health care is important, but wealth care is also important. And people should make sure they have good wealth care. And here at Kevin Seven, we have three core principles. Now, number one is to have fun. The number two, help others. And the number three, we can't forget about this, that is to be profitable. Profitable. So we want to be profitable as a firm. We want our clients to be profitable. And we always strive to reach forward to the future. We... Learn from the past mistakes. We don't like it when people come in and then they say, oh, well, I made these bad investment decisions. Well, we'll help you put that in the past. Forget about the past. And we can reach forward to the future. And again, that all relates back to doing a financial plan where you can reach forward to the future and work with what you currently have and look at your retirement, look at your insurance, Take a look at the kids' education. Do some tax planning. Look at estate planning. And obviously, liability management, which nobody's really redoing any loans right now. And we talked about how horrific the credit card situation is in America with over a trillion, right? So that's, that's your liability management lesson for the day. Rip up the credit cards. And then down the road, you look at paying off your mortgage. A trillion dollars. A trillion. I'm trying to wrap my head around that amount of money. Yeah, well. If you want to break it down, like there's a lot of billions that get into a trillion. It's a thousand billion. Yeah, it's almost unfathomable. But then you've got companies like Apple. It's trillion dollar plus company. Amazing. Three trillion. So, By the way, Apple had their event yesterday where they announced the latest iPhone. So everybody is rushing to the Apple store, I guess, this week to get the latest. Are you 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 don't you don't buy them every year though, do you, Gary? No, not usually. uh, Two or three, four years. (laughs) I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. Well, so the highlights, and I watched part of it there. uh, They talk about this Vision Pro that is going to be their new virtual reality, kind of look like goggles, big goggles that sit on your head, on your face, right? And then that's how you can – we're talking about football, man. It would be killer to watch a football game with this. They're not going to come out until next year, but this new iPhone 15 that they have is going to be able to film that. So if you have, you know, the family reunion, you want to videotape that – then they will make it so that it's broadcast in the Vision Pro, which is the augmented reality slash virtual reality goggles that Apple has. And by the way, uh, 
Mark Gurman is a friend of mine. He is a Bloomberg reporter, and I left him a message today. We'll get him on the show. I'm sure he was pretty busy this week since they had that show yesterday, Apple did. So the big thing that's going to come out that I think is going to be cool about the iPhone is that I can, or you can, since we both have iPhones, you can walk up to anybody and if you don't have their contact information, you can just hold your phone next to their phone and then you can swap contact information. So that is a pretty cool feature that uh, you can have that you didn't have in the past for it's kind of works similarly to Apple Pay. So you swap the information and that's a cool feature. So that's they're going to upgrade these phones. You can download the latest version. I believe it's iOS 17 on Monday. And your iPad, OS, watch OS, and TV OS. So. 17, that's, wow, it's moving up now. Yeah, they got a lot of them out there now. They got, so, and then they, they have MacBook Pro. I have a MacBook Pro sitting on the desk in front of me here in the studio, and they're coming out with Sonoma operating system by Apple. That's going to be released, I think, about a week after the iOS updates are. So No, no drastic of, changes in the tablets it, themselves then that you yeah, noticed? Yeah, I don't. Uh, the, the, well, Mostly the internal Ma stuff. The, the Sonoma Mac OS, that's, OS stands for operating system, the Macintosh or MacBook, that uh, Sonoma, which is wine country north of the Bay Area. Yum, yum. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's uh, they're going to have widgets on the Mac OS, which is cool. They've had that on widgets on iPad and iPhone. So, yeah. So Apple is continuing to come out with new products. They never cease to amaze. We'll see. Their big bet, though, next year is going to be this Vision Pro, the virtual reality goggles or the augmented reality goggles. So we'll see how that plays out for them. So... Uh, if somebody wants to work with you and they're interested, what do they point them in the right direction? Yes, yeah, so we can go to kevin7.com, K-E-V-I-N-S-7.com. We have onboarded people. Usually they schedule an appointment, and they can do that. Click here to schedule an appointment. It says SmartVestor Pro there on our website, and we schedule a Zoom call. So we have a hierarchy of communications that we use in our firm. And I know that sounds kind of hierarchical, but it's <laughs> number one, it's the highest part of communications is being right here face to face. Like I'm and I can see your face. You can see my face. So that's number one. Number two is via video. And that's usually a Zoom call. Now, by the way, another cool thing that's coming out with uh, iOS 17 is they're going to have video messaging so have you ever used facetime on your no yeah yeah so now after this is upgraded if you download the latest version on monday you'll be able to leave a message for somebody in a video message where you couldn't do that you can't do that right now with the facetime wow and so neat. messaging is all the same to me i don't care if it's a text message or an email message whatever i always tell clients or anybody out there rather than text message me call me. If you have a question, always call me. It's better to reply, and I can give you a more detailed answer via the phone. Now, it's always good to be in person or see somebody's face or be over a Zoom call or a FaceTime call, but it's always good. Now, as everybody's listening to me, you can tell the different tone and fluctuation of my voice, and it's easier for people to kind of get a grasp of what you're talking about on a phone rather than an email or a text. How many times has it been yep. that you've had somebody text or email you hmm. and you have absolutely no idea no what idea. the heck they're talking about? Yes. So, and not only that, if you have a financial advisor and you text or email them, just know that they have a supervisory division that is recording and looking at everything that you say via a text message or an email. That's part of FINRA's rules. Mm. So, you know, 
they, they haven't crossed the line yet to say, well, we're going to record phone calls or things of that nature. So people like their privacy, right? They want. Sure they do. They want to have privacy. They want to have private discussions with their financial advisor. And so and they can do that via the phone. So, you know, and I think it's actually a good thing that we you have the, the email and the, the uh, it gets some of the bad apples out of the industry. Right. When somebody is doing something auspicious that they shouldn't be doing, that's recorded. And then that's why the, these financial firms have the supervisory divisions in place that's right? why they're, they're protecting themselves obviously yeah they're, they're protecting themselves it's a uh and they should be protecting the financial advisor too and the client so that's uh, it's a three-pronged system so you want to have the you know you want to have a strong financial firm that you're dealing with you want to have a strong financial advisor that you're dealing with and you and you know the clients need to have a strong relationship too so it works as a three-pronged stool i think for it to be a win-win-win situation. This is Kevin Seven. Where's your office located, Kevin? We're on Post Oak in Houston. We have three different office locations. We have one in Beverly Hills. We have one in San Diego. And we have a branch in Houston over there across the street from that new gallery furniture. So, so you're traveling all over the place or you stand? I'm there? everywhere. I am everywhere. No, I, you can listen to our podcast from anywhere, actually. That's what's so cool about having a podcast. Technology is so fantastic now. Around the world. It's around the world, really, as long as you have Internet access. And you don't have to pay a lot of money. That's right. You, I, I don't. Were you around? I, I, this is the 50s, so we're going back. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't around. Well, actually, it was the 60s. I was in Korea, just a quick point, South Korea, and I talked to my mom. She happened to call me. It was 250 bucks every 20 minutes I was talking to her back in the mid-60s. Holy Yeah, she smokes. got like a $700 bill from me. And this is back in 65, 66, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, now they have it's WhatsApp. Free. It's free. Well, it's not really free. You're getting down somewhere with the money. but Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, and it's it makes communication a lot easier. Now, by the, by the same token, I don't like it when my phone call, I call a big company, and then I, my phone call gets offshored, and I can't even understand what the person is saying on the other side of the phone, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So we like we – like, we we're talking about on Labor Day, we love the American worker. We're advocates of it. There's something happening within corporate America. It's called reshoring. They used to offshore labor, and now they're looking at – particularly if you're working with somebody on the phone and you're a corporate – giant in america you should you know you should reshore which means you bring those jobs back to america and also they're nearshoring which would mean they're putting them you know either in mexico or canada it's a nearshore where they're they're putting the labor closer to america but uh yeah getting back to your question how does somebody come on board you know one of the things i do when we get on a zoom call and then it comes that we talk about financial planning, obviously, but when it comes to the investment portion, I often ask people just off the top of your head for this amount of money that we're talking about off the top of your head. If you come, what do you think if one is the most conservative and five is the most aggressive, where is it that you think you would fall? on a scale of one to five. Now, your 401k, for instance, Gary, yeah, yeah. What, just off the top of your head, scale of one to five, one being the most conservative, five being the most aggressive. Where do you think you would fall with just that portion of money, your 401k? Well, I'm, I am conservative. Okay. Yeah, which I think is good. It's going to take a little longer for it to happen, but I don't lose, a, I don't get mm -hmm. in as much, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a two or a three, maybe. So a two or a three. Yeah. So, yeah, two. Uh, you're going to be the average portfolio in that case is 40% stocks, 60% fixed income or bonds. The average is that three. That's what's called a growth and income investor. Now, this is just... The industry has these requirements whenever we open up an account, and it, there's a lot more to it than what we're talking about, just a 
how does it off the top of your head a scale of one to five so you have the one to five growth if your account if you have a stock brokerage account or registered investment advisor account you're going to see growth and in income if you come out as a three capital preservation if you're a one or Aggressive growth would be a five, so that would be a hundred percent in stocks. Highly, right? highly risky. Highly, highly in the stock market, right? So that's principal is at risk. But remember, there's other risks involved out there. Better chances to win money back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's the risk is something that happens to everybody. You know, no matter if you're in the stock market or not. And what I'm alluding to here is inflationary risk. And that was what everybody who is listening to this show was hit by last year. So, and you're seeing it this year. Now we're starting to see gas prices go up. And we have the energy sector looks pretty good right about now. We, the stock's... We're not having a good last week for the most part. But if you look at the energy sector, most energy stocks, if you look at the Houston Astros uniform, you see Oxy on the side of their uniform, Occidental. Another famous company that moved from California, Los Angeles, to Houston, Texas. And their stock is up. And so we're seeing this because the, a lot of it has to do with the price of oil. Price of oil is going up, and a lot of it has to do with the production cuts. And Russia and Saudi Arabia agreed to limit the supply of oil. So I hear that uh, my friends who are in the oil business say that, well, this, this Saudi oil is the best premium. All they have to do is like open the ground, and there it is. And they can, yeah, they can. So they they control the supply flow out, right? And so they're saying they're going to limit production. So that is going to help energy companies in general. Now we obviously we have we're again we're pro America, we're pro America workers, we're pro sourcing it here in this country so that we don't have to rely on somebody on the other side of the world. So the energy sector looks strong. Now, interestingly enough, still today, the dollar and oil are inversely related. That means when the price, the dollar goes up, the dollars are more expensive on the open market. You know what that means? That means Price oil goes down. Good. So, dollar's been pretty strong here lately, <clears throat> but the, these production cuts, you know, that's uh, that's going to make the energy sector and energy stocks look more favorable. And since you know they announced that last week or so, that's what's happened in that sector. You've seen, if you uh, own Exxon Mobil stock or Occidental stock any of the companies that you can think of that are big players, yeah, they've gone up here over the last week or so if it's a major player, right? Mega caps are what we call them. So that is what we're looking at potentially here through the end of the year. You're going to see a strong energy sector, and we'll see what happens with the, uh, the price of oil. It looks pretty strong. We got, we've actually had a lot of discussion here on bricks. You know what bricks is? I'm not talking about what goes into your house. It's spelled differently, too. Right? Yeah. Bricks. B-R-I-C-S. So this is a group of companies. And I didn't realize this until I was researching it earlier today. It was actually this name was actually started by Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs, by the way, is an investment company that we work with, with Kevin Seven, and we we use them in some cases for structured notes, structured products. Since we're independent, we can use any firm, whether it be Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, City, Goldman Sachs. So Goldman Sachs came up with the terminology bricks. 
So that is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. So now there are two countries. In, so it's supposed to be kind of like an economic union. Mm-hmm. They have their economics. Or so they're supposed to do things. It, it's, let's make no mistake about it. They're trying to get off of the dollar. These countries want to get off of the dollar so bad mm-hmm. they can't stand it. So India... And China have a border dispute in the Himalayas. So how's that going to work out? How's that economic union going to work out between those two countries? I don't know. I don't know. Here's a number to call, 281-558-5738. That's KSEV. That's KSEV's number. And you can also schedule an appointment, 877-KEVINS. It's a capital K, E-V-I-N-S. Seven, correct? That's it. I, did, I, I finally got it. I said it enough. My mind accepted it. 877, uh, let's see, it would be 877-538-4677. There you go. Yeah. I'll be impressed if you memorize that. Uh, let me Give me a minute. We'll, we'll show you. <laughs> How are they going to know if I'm faking it? There are three things you need to know when choosing a financial advisor. Number one, experience. Number two, credentials. And number three, judgment ability. I have over 27 years experience in the industry. I am a chartered retirement planning counselor, CRPC, and an MBA. Although past performance doesn't guarantee future results, we can show you that we've delivered results that double the S&P 500. Don't hesitate, call us at 877-KEVIN-7 or visit us on our website, K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7.com. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. In Vietnam last week, Joe Biden ventured off script when taking questions from reporters. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. Buttered sausage. It's not my jam. I don't buy jam. I buy honey, and I kiss it on the lips. Nope, that was Gary Busey. You can tell because he was more cogent. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. And we are back. Heard the small town song we love small town people if you're within our reach feel free to give us a call at 281-558-5738 hopefully you've heard something that you can use if you're in a small town you might have a small bank might be paying you a little bit too little maybe way too little interest that's how that works yeah so we can help we help small town folks Big town folks, get out of the low interest rates. Get them into a money market right now. It's the 5.2% interest in a money market account. Don't know that it's going to last forever. The economists, the analysts are saying that. Guess what? They're going to reduce interest rates next year. I don't know if that has anything to do with next year, 2024, being a an election year? Uh-oh. You never know, oh, yeah. but uh, everybody is saying that they're going to reduce rates next year. Now, a lot of people are forecasting. I'm one of them. I'm in the camp that there's going to be a recession at some point. And when that happens, the Fed will more than likely reduce the interest rates. So we're not in a recession, so to speak, right now. Well, it depends on who you are. If you're in a small town and your eggs went up, three times the price of what they normally are, then yeah, you think you're in a recession. And I agree with you. But overall, the economy, no, it's not. When, when people talk in a broad economic point of view, they are talking 
about GDP. And so we actually were in a recession the last uh, first two quarters, back-to-back negative GDP growth of last year. And so the economists are saying this is going to – this is the more, most forecasted recession in history, right? It's been going on. People have been saying we're going to be going into it yeah. for the last 10, 12 months. We've probably been in it. I think you're in it before you know you're in it. Right. Correct. And our, our, this American economy is actually so complex. You've got foreign labor markets that are building the iPhone. I don't know that one iPhone is still not one of them is made in America. So it's economists. They try to give it their best shot on you know where they think it's headed. So I'm no economist, but you know I try to listen to the best research that is out there and bring it to people here on the air so that you know we could have some kind of an idea of what to expect. And, you know, it stays yeah, mainstream. Yeah. We'll never go off on the fringe. Um, a lot of people are concerned about the BRICS, by the way, and I would almost consider that that, that concern about the BRICS is still somewhat on the fringe because I, I wouldn't realize this. The, California, with a population of 40 million people, has a GDP equal to India's. And it only oh. it has three percent of the Indian population, mm-hmm. and so that's it's pretty amazing. And it, it, that economy there is going to overtake California. We're talking about is going to overtake the German, unless all these inter, and more energy companies and Elon people like Elon move here. It's but it's positioned to go to be a bigger economy than Germany. Which is pretty amazing. Wow. But yes, they're not very smart on the taxation. <laughs> we, we talked about Elon Musk moving from California to Texas. And in California, they have a state income tax for the highest income earners. And we know this because we've got a couple of offices in California. Hmm. It's 13%. Wow. That's the, the, the highest income tax bracket. Not only that, usually, you know, we... we Tax planning is an important part of what we do, and we always want people to pay capital gains tax usually instead of paying an income tax if that's possible. There's usually – where you have a, an investment return, there's two ways that you can make money. You can receive interest or have an income that's paid on a monthly basis okay. or a quarterly basis and then annually. For tax planning purposes, you want that return if possible to come in at – the end of the year because you're taxed differently on it. Now, if it's in an IRA, it doesn't matter. But in a non-retirement account, you're always going to pay a less capital gains tax than you would pay an income tax. Unless you're in the state of... Texas? No, California. We don't have a state income tax in Texas. We don't have a capital gains tax in the state of Texas. California doesn't differentiate between an income tax and their capital gains tax. So... Elon, let's say he's wanted to sell a billion dollars worth of Tesla stock, right? He would have had to pay a capital gains tax if he stayed in California and didn't set up a trust in Texas and move the corporate office to Texas. He would on one billion dollars. Our buddy Elon Musk would have had to pay one hundred thirty million dollars if he was in California. If he was in California, so hence. What did Elon do? I mean, he it's it's revenue minus expenses equals profit. And you want to be profitable and therefore, you know, he was able to use I assume maybe he used some of those proceeds that he didn't have to pay California 130 million on a billion. He he could have used that money to buy Twitter, which is no longer Twitter. X. Yes. X. There you go. Do you think that was a good move? I still don't know. Yeah, I think, well, most of the res- listeners to this show and most of the people who listen to Ramsey would say it is because he essentially is opening up free speech. So there was a lot of suppression of free speech going on. And so we're always a big advocate, not only of the Second Amendment, but also the First Amendment, where people should be able to say you know, what they believe and express their values. So... I think it was a good thing overall, yeah, that uh, that he took over Twitter. You know, I'm one of the stocks of the Kevin Seven is not Twitter, 
So, but we will continue to review. I review, we focus on certain stocks, right, to put in as part of the seven. Right now, we have been taking a break from the U.S. stock market as we enter what is called the choppiest market part of the year. The month of September, the month of October, and November tend to be choppier. So I gotta, I'm going to throw this into the mix. Okay, the holidays are coming up. Mm. All this stuff could be hitting just uh, right in time, huh? Well, think this is going to affect anything in, in sales? I think sales is going to be great. Nobody knows that again. Well, retail sales are – there's actually the retail sales report that the Fed looks at is coming out Friday. So we will see. That's uh, – we'll see how that looks on Friday. Tomorrow they have what's called a PPI report or a uh, the producer's report where it's essentially wholesale prices right so they look at the wholesale prices and but yeah retail sales will be important we we're coming upon the holiday season in a few months and you know it's interesting i apple times that pretty nicely when they come out with a new iphone just to get all of their stores and everybody ready for the holiday season christmas time you want to get a new iphone you'll be able to look at it and go buy it so we shall see. It's, uh, we mentioned last week that you know, Apple iPhones actually were uh, larger in sales in China than they were in America. And, you know, China military made a decree that you can't use iPhones anymore. So not, you know... A good trend for Apple and Chinese sales, apparently. So they'll have to make that up somewhere else. And they're counting on, the, again, I think the Vision Pro is going to, we'll see. that. I don't think it's a make or break for Apple, but it is a huge investment for them. And I always like to bring this up about Apple. Tim Cook, he started his career in Houston at Compact Computers up there in northwest Houston, yeah, about 249, I think it was back yeah. in the day, not far from where I went to high school. And uh, wow, yeah, he was getting involved with having the Chinese produce back then. And then Dell actually was beating Compaq pretty bad when they were manufacturing in Austin and they were doing just in time inventory and they were making the products to consumer specifications. So, oh, interesting stuff. How do we get a hold of you? Always call 877-KEVIN-7. Review this on any of our podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Thanks for listening to Your Finance with Kevin Seven. If you have a question for Kevin during the week, you can call him at 877-KEVINS, the number 7. Or his website is K-E-V-I-N-S, the number 7, dot com. And join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. for Your Finances with Kevin Seven. Kevin Coogley is a registered representative with securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision.